Hey, what's cracking, everybody? Hall of Famer and cannabis connoisseur, the Godfather here. And when I'm at home and I'm on that smoke train, there's nothing better that I like to do than listen to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everyone. We're back. Episode 13 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Happy episode 13. Lucky 13 for me. Lucky 13, or is it Friday the 13th? No, not Friday, so we can't go through the evil. But, you know, or is it Friday? Oh, we should have have saved this episode for Friday. It's it's Thursday here, but yeah. (laughs) And and Raymond... We're up there on Friday. Remember, Money in the Bank, they're already thinking it's Friday for SmackDown already. Oh, yeah, by the time they hear this, it'll probably be midnight, so it'll be Friday, so... But then it'll be the 14th. You know what? Let's move well, let's move on to instead of Mark being with uh, stupid comments, let's go on, 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 <laughs> well, no, on to the big news. I was going to say, Ray, Raymond had to say Lucky Friday 13. Friday the 13th episode. Because he's that, that spoken like an Undertaker fan. <laughs> but, um, all right. Um, so we're, we're not going to go too far back because, I mean, since basically Vince McMahon is in charge, he's back in charge, there's really nothing to talk about. But um, let's, we didn't talk about Collision. From last week. Uh, another great match from Andrade. Facing Brody Lee. And he got attacked. So he needs his people to jump in. So you mean Brody King? Brody Lee, yeah. So Brody King. Brody Lee passed away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that Brody died. Losing our listeners right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, House of Black attacked him. So he has to get his crew. And that's a little story there, Raymond. Is <laughs> there? There's a lot. There's a lot of stories in AEW right now. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. How long do they last? That's the issue. But there are a lot of stories. And then we had um, CM Punk being booed. He and it's because he wasn't in Chicago. They booed Shocker. him. <laughs> they booed him bad, and he he was fine with it. He um he played with the crowd. So I, I think that's what we're gonna get in a lot of cities. A lot of booing, and he doesn't mind it. So, and then the best thing part, the best part was um MJF being tag team partners with Adam Cole. I think that's gonna be wonderful, as we saw on Dynamite this week backstage stuff with them. Well, I mean, the, the idea of the lethal lottery. I mean, what their version of it? It's about time. I've waited for WWE to do this for years. They never pulled the trigger. It's it's a smart thing to do for a storyline and people get invested in stuff like that like you know the mixed match partners and the random combinations you see create some interesting dynamics yeah i i think we got a kind of a a little different version of mjf yesterday him being like the really i don't know what's the right word jolly best friend we saw a little bit but then he real fast changed it to like a backstabbing with sammy but this one looks like he's like all for it he created a whole shirt for it and everything so i don't know i like it uh, I, I like money, it. money. Oh money, yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. Oh no, it, it's definitely money. Like I'm sure that shirt's gonna sell. <laughs> but um, um, I was gonna say, I just like the whole different ways that MJF could change. Like he is something special. A lot of people don't like him, whatever. But um, I don't know. He's he's, he's special. He's, right? he's he's very talented because he's good. He's good at the mic. Um, he opened up for Vendor with a great match, or let's say okay match. Let's go with that. But, um, yeah, let's go right into Forbidden Door. What's Forbidden Door? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Let, 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 there's a lot to talk about Forbidden Door. Like, I think it, it could be a whole episode. Because there was a lot of people that talked bad 
about Forbidden Door. Like why um, we're having this. Um, you can't create a story with half the wrestlers in Japan. Why there are so many matches. So many matches. 14 matches. In, and I lost count if that's counting the Adam Cole match that was canceled. But um, let's go straight. But what I, was say, what I was trying to get to was a lot of people talked about it. And I've heard a couple of other podcasts this week. And a lot of them, which I like, um, man up and confess saying that they watched it. And they were surprised how great it was. How it was AEW's best pay-per-view so far. Because we all expected All In to be way better than all, everything compared to get all together. But um, it was it was great. And it was $50. And I... I can honestly say, and I've heard other people say it too, the two main matches by itself, if you wanted to treat it like old school, like a Mike Tyson fight, like that was the only thing people really cared about. The other stuff were bonuses. Too long. This was, It felt like an old school WrestleMania. Watching like seven hours of wrestling. They, If this is going to be something really big, they could definitely do two nights. Brian could have main event one, one night. Omega could have main event the next night. Um, but yeah, it was a, just a lot of wrestling and I understand they wanted to get everybody involved, but it was just too long. And I think that was the, the, the main thing that the, the negative part was it was just too long. But besides that, it was really great matches and I don't want Mark to get too upset, but Orange Cassidy had another banger. I mean, oh. this guy, oh, right? So this that comment. Hector, how long did the card go? I'm going to totally jump over you. That's terrible. It, assessment. It was, um, what was it, like four hours, five hours. Um, I I'm not gonna count the the the, the post shows, the the post matches. I mean, um, it started at what eight o'clock, and we were into at least midnight. Yes, midnight, and Daniel Bryan was still fighting. I think the fight ended around twelve ten. So we got like four hours and then ten minutes. Four hours. Not counting the the pre show and all that stuff. Be the first to admit I did not watch Forbidden Dark. Even though Hector, you offered to give me, you know, give you information. Yeah. Um, that, that's a, wait, that's to show you how much of a hater. Like I'm sorry. Like that's to show you how much of a hater Mark is of AEW that he could have watched it for free, and he chose nah. I'm gonna stay home and watch a rerun of Friends or something. <laughs> well, okay. Well, Forbidden Door was what Sunday night, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Night. It was Sunday night. You had nothing to do, Mark. It Stop was it. Sunday. What was I doing Sunday? Nothing, nothing. You wasn't doing. Oh, I was watching an old school Nitro from 2000, like a Nitro 2000 stuff. Exactly. I chose that over over exactly. a and Forbidden Door. So just, just but let's just you know, and if, analyze it's, that for it, it's sad, but whatever. <laughs> um, where we where we started? Like I said, MJF started the show. He he defeated um Tanahashi. It was a good match. Especially since MJF only has like three matches a year. He didn't look rusty or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know um, if he wrestles, like pr- practice wrestles, or he's just that gifted. That, yeah, just tell me when I'm going to go in the ring like a Roman. Just uh, just tell me when to go in the ring and I'll do, I'm will do. i going to give you to a show and all that. But it, it was a good match. Uh, we were talking about this earlier on, on through our text messages. It's kind of difficult, especially for like MJF. Because his opponent definitely didn't speak English that much. And you can't really, just if you don't know this by now, if you're just tuning in, wrestling is fake. It's planned. It's rehearsed. All of that. Wrestling is not fake. It is scripted and, and entertainment. That's not even an F word. <laughs> we, we, we could use the F word. We talked about this already. 
we could use it. When it comes from someone else that doesn't respect the sport, then that's something else. But um, in that way, terrible. <laughs> terrible. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is that do, doing the match, you could tell somebody, hey, we're gonna do this part, this spot now. That match with MJF, there's no way you, you're doing that. It's you're gonna rehearse it, go over the match in the in backstage, and then hope that everything goes perfect. If something doesn't go perfect, that's where you have to use your brain and your skills and be like, okay, let's let's work around this or whatever. But you, you're not really communicating doing the match. It's this is the way it's gonna be planned. It was so planned that as soon as that bell rang, MJF already had a tweet of saying how he how he won. And supposedly he had it already like saved on Twitter, uh, on on Twitter, and it was just gonna post it as soon as at a certain time. So like that's how everything was planned. It was it, it worked out perfect, and MJF is the key villain always. Uh, we're not gonna go over all the matches. I'm sorry. So if you're listening and hoping, not too many. Yeah, it just yeah. I have to say the MJF match was good. The I didn't pay too much attention of the Orange Cassidy, but from the parts I saw and, and from reviews I've heard, people loved it. So maybe now, since I have it saved, I have to watch it again because it looks like I've missed a really good match. But yeah, it just seems like Orange Cassidy, week after week, is just nonstop banger after banger. It's, so Mark, I don't know. Like he, he's been... I think I'm going to throw up. I've been throwing up for 23 years. I, I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> um, Eddie Kingston and the Elite defeated um, Blackpool. Combat Club, um, that too. It, it wasn't as violent as they they usually are, but it was a great match for having 10 people in, inside a ring. It went back and forth, and it was everything you expected. Chops, super kicks, and everything. It, it, it was a good, solid match. Like I said, it was a bonus compared to what everybody was waiting for. Um, let's go on the Sting and Jericho. I, I didn't care for that one either. It was a bonus. It's leading into Jericho versus Sting, one on one finally. But um, yeah, uh, let's go with to Brian Dennison. He did... I just want to point out, yeah, that was one of the matches I actually did. Um, even though I didn't watch it live, I did see some clips and stuff. Yes, I I liked the Sting and Jericho. So it was obviously we get the dynamite, and you see what happens on dynamite. Yes, which was some pretty good stuff. You know, it was a good lead, and like I th- I thought it did the job. And plus the elite match, and I heard a lot of good things about it, and I watched again them all. Watched a couple little small clips, you know. I, I, you know, I, you know, I was trashing the, like, you know, I didn't want to watch it. It seemed like it was a really good show and some a lot of good matches. So I'm not, I'm not gonna shit on. No, I mean, I mean, it was good. Like I said, a lot of, I, I, what I liked was that I heard a lot of people talk bad about it, and they man up, and there was like AEW put a great show. Um, and let's say, let's talk about the like the matches. Brian Danson defeated Okada, which people were shocked about that. They could, especially he made Okada tap out. Kata doesn't tap out. It's not. It just doesn't happen. But it happened. And what's even crazier, within 10, 15 minutes of the match, Daniel Bryan breaks his forearm. And still that has a, a And still has a great match with a broken arm. I'm not sure what's worse. A broken arm or tearing your pec. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a broken freaking neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean he he needed the arm and but the way he worked it. Like I said, when you're talented and gifted in that ring, you know how to work around things. And um, Brian did that. And then we're going to go to the match of the year, the match of the century, the match of the week, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, Will Ospreay defeats Kenny Omega. And I'm talking about this match was amazing. If you're not going to watch Forbidden Door, or if you say, hey, I got time to watch one match, you watch this match. This match had everything. Interference, uh, moves that look like... Um, two things are going to happen with these moves. They're going to look really fake, or it's going to look like you killed somebody. And a lot of these moves is like, oh my god, he's dead. There were so many moves that the guy landed on his neck that it was hard to explain, like, how do you how, how do you do that move? So many of them. And it, I just have to say, it was amazing. Did you get to see any highlights of that, or...? Me personally, no. I unfortunately uh, uh, haven't had time to kind of research and look at it. I did attempt to watch the show. Um, I did try to do that. Just unfortunately, I didn't have uh, the access I needed to get into it. But uh, I was meant to look at it, but unfortunately, just didn't have the time. Uh, but I, I will look well, at it after please, the if you, podcast. And this goes anybody that's listening. If you had to watch one wrestling match, or if you have a couple of minutes to use, watch this match. Um, I think it, it it's right there with the first one. This was round two. They're talking about round three being at All In. Maybe a little longer. But that is like the time frame we're looking at. And, and you could take my money for that. You you could do a pay-per-view just for that match and I'll pay for it. I, that's how good I think they both are. Um, Will Ospreay is a lot younger. If he ends up in WWE, I'll be happy. I know he, him and Seth Rollins had some beef. And supposedly that's squash. So the doors are open for him. But, um, I don't know. I I saw that match, and I was just in awe. Like, I felt like if, if it had compared to AEW was serving steak. Like, that match was steak. And WWE, besides their stories, WWE is serving that fancy food that you don't eat half that stuff because it's, like, all fancy letters and, and some decorations on it. you got to push it to the side. And then when you finally got the meal, it's like, eh. That, that's what that match was. Like I don't think WWE has anything that they they could have with their talent that competes with that match. That's how I feel about that match. Two things. One, what kind of... What happened? Steak. Ribeye, New York strip. The best the best bloody... The best bloody steak you could think of. Because everyone likes so different steaks. So I, I can't say like, filet like, mignon and that. you'd be like, oh, I like T-bone. All right, I, I, I'm good, you know, I had to make sure I asked that question. A lot of our listeners are wondering what kind of steak. So your, 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 your favorite steak. So whatever fa- favorite steak so, that you love. Thing, I, I love Boston Hector's shop, so he's so excited about Forbidden Door. I'm going to ask these questions. Oh, no, I'm yeah. I'm trying to be a dick. I'm just no, 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 no. You, 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 so, you can try to bust all you want. That, that was... All question. You know, you're saying that this is like the best match or whatever, but you can't compete with it. You're, you're telling me that Gunther versus um, Ilya Dragunov from a couple years ago. It was better than that match. The Omega match? Yes. I'm telling you guys. What? what? Hey, call, call, call. I, w- I want you guys to watch it. Honestly, take your time. Watch the, the fight now. Oh, you're going to have a long plane ride. Download that shit on your phone. I got eight and a half and, and, hours tomorrow, so and, might as well. Yeah, and watch it. And then after that, when you're ready to talk to me about it, if you tell me, hey, Hector, I watched the fight and I think it wasn't good enough, I'll take it. This is just my opinion. I, I was excited about it. I'm, I'm going to watch it again this weekend. But, um, I, I yeah, I, I'm backing it up. I'm a WWE guy, but I love wrestling. And this match was amazing. And I would like to 
I would like to know. Let's just say if um, Kenny Omega and Osprey did this in WWE, would would it still get like the critics it got? Like for example, Jim Cornette hated the match, but I also think Jim oh, Cornette really yeah. Jim Cornette hated the match. He hated almost everything in AEW, but he also hates Dave Meltzer. And Dave Meltzer loves AEW. So I just feel like it's more about politics. So I would just wonder if somehow WWE were able to have this kind of type of match. Would it still get the, the love from everybody it got? But I don't know. Like I said, please, if you get a chance, watch this match. Give me your true opinion on it. And then we can take it from there. But besides that... I guess we can move on. Um, we'll leave Forbidden Door alone. Like I said, it was it felt forever. I would like to see it maybe two nights. And what happened was also a lot of people talking bad about it because last Forbidden Door was horrible. It wasn't what we needed or wanted. We had CM Punk hurt. Kenny Omega was hurt. It, the lineup wasn't solid. This was a solid lineup that could compete with anything. So hopefully next year it will be even better now. Um, let's go into some rumors before we go into um, this week's stuff and um, Raw and Money in the Bank and all that. Um, I saw that um, Sabu is talking about his retirement match, and he's asking he would like it to be Brock Lesnar. Mark, uh, Raymond, I see you talking, but I don't hear nothing. I apologize. So I was just going to say, not happening. Next. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he just likes it because he feels like it's a big guy that does everything he doesn't do, and he feels like he can do a whole bunch of tricks and so on and so on. Well, don't get me wrong. It so, would, I'm it sorry. Reach. Happening, like I, like I, man, I understand him wanting to reach for the stars, but like oh, yeah. honestly, a Sabu retirement match, it's not, it's not going to happen to the B, considering Sabu's most recent uh, social media stuff and AW gave him a shot to come back, you know, do a little bit of work. Um, you know, it's got to be some type of a high flyer type maneuver. Like honestly, Sabu versus somebody like like um, uh, Pentel Zero Miedo would be fuck would be like a great match for a retirement match. Those two guys literally throwing chairs and doing all these crazy moves. I think that would be a heck of a retirement match for him. Right. Um, Who's that- the most hardcore person they have out right now? Like any company, like in the WWE or AEW, who's like the most? I mean, just say Liv Morgan. Yeah, Liv Morgan. I was, I was joking. I think Liv Morgan was, you know, <laughs> all these moves and crazy table spots I and mean, everything. You got and the, like the only one that really. Uh, I would say maybe Moxley. If, you, if you're looking for a name guy. Moxley. Moxley, and he loves to. Because be- I would say Moxley, like a, a style like that. Yeah, he Moxley loves he loves to bleed. The screwdrivers are robbed, but um, even let's just say, let's 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 play fantasy now. Sabu says, "Hey, I want to fight Brock Lesnar." We can't even get that because if, if for some reason Brock Lesnar knew who Sabu was, because I'm pretty sure he doesn't know who Sabu is. But if he say, "Oh, I know who Sabu is," I would love to do that. WWE is not gonna let him. It'd be nice that we lived in a world where like, like AW guys could be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to Japan," or "I'm gonna go to." California and have a match, a one night stand match. That'd be cool to see some WWE guys do that, but that's never gonna happen. Anyway, moving on. AJ Lee, if you remember her, she retired. She announced that um, no more in ring stuff for her. Even though I think it was last week or two weeks ago, she posted a picture of her in the best shape ever. 
but that was definitely not for <laughs> the in-ring stuff. She is going to be on Heels. I don't know if you guys are watching that show on Stars. No? I huh? do not watch. Oh my. I don't got Stars. Oh, my. Well, get Stars. This is a great wrestling show. Stars the channel? Huh? Stars the channel? Yeah, it's a cable channel. I've never heard of it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even like trying to be like funny right now. I've never even heard of the channel. Um, yeah, it's where um, you guys don't... Wait, me... I don't want to go too off of wrestling, but you guys don't... like. You never heard of Power? I don't end up. You I end never watched it. The TV show Power? With a P- that, that's on Stars. I never watched it. What okay. are these shows? I know NWA Power. That's what I know. Okay, it's called Heels. H-E-E-L-S. And it's about a, a small wrestling company in, in Georgia. And it's... Really fucking good. <laughs> it shows you hold the back about two brothers fighting for the the, the top spot of the, of the company, and it, it's it shows you all the inside tricks, and there is drama involved. Uh, how to how to does how, it stream anywhere? Huh? <laughs> does it stream anywhere? Like is any like a um? They have an app. Hulu, Star, Star has an app. You know Star's what? App. Um. Well, anyway, the. The, the first season is up now. And like I said, you got a long plane ride. Let me know. I'll, I'll send you my stars information. And you, you can watch it. The second season is about to start. And yes, I have to say his name. CM Punk has a part in it. And what I was going to... Oh, yeah. What happened? Sorry, I thought it was a fan. Now it explains. It explains everything. Yeah. The, on the first season, had Mick Foley. He played a, a, um, a reporter for the... Like a sports reporter, um, uh, CM Punk had one, I think one episode that they needed like a big name, and he doesn't play CM Punk. He plays another wrestler coming from another territory. Um, this season is supposed to have a return of CM Punk. AJ's in it, and I know Cody's in it, but um, Cody's supposed to have like a small thing. I think he plays a drug dealer or something. So I guess he's gonna get Ooh. show that that neck tattoo and be like a Georgia drug dealer or something. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully they cover it up. That's what they should do. <laughs> anyway, moving on. But yeah, it's it's a good show. It has to do with wrestling, so we could talk about that all day. But yeah. Well, um, I have I I haven't watched pre- premium movie channels in a really long time. I, I stopped doing that long you time. Got, you guys, that's are, why I, I'm like mm. you guys are slacking, man. No, no forbidden door, no heels. Jesus. I try. I forbidden. You know what? I, you know what this? You know what this feels like? Were you guys not what? Were you guys not watching Heels or Forbidden Door? This feels like a tag team match. I'm going. To, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm reaching to that corner to tag, and you both just drop and start talking to the fans and everything. And leave me there with no tag. Like Jesus. <sighs> All right. I can't help it. I'm busy, and I'm you know, and I'm flying to France tomorrow, and I have. I went to go see the Mets. Stink up the joint at City Field two times this week. I mean, you're flying to the wrong, you're flying to the wrong part of the world. Money in the bank. I know, I'm telling you, if I was flying to England and London instead of this trip, I would have like screw the the tour guy, tour people. I'm going to Money in the Bank. Like I would have been screw it. Yeah. Um. Well, let's go into Money in the Bank. Um. We could go back and forth. Speaking of. Yeah, we could go back and forth. If yeah, highlights for this week on Raw and um. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. But um, there's supposed to be a big return this weekend at Money in the Bank. Um, the biggest name for, for a while has been saying Drew McIntyre. And now, last two days, Randy Orton's name has come up. Randy Orton's very iffy. 
because of his injuries and everything. But just the way that his name popped up. So now it's supposed to be from Money in the Bank to SummerSlam. We, we see a return of Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Drew McIntyre is like the big name if you had to gamble um, and bet that um he'll be the one. So um, besides that, two drastic finishing endings, whatever you want to call it, for the bloodline have been spoken about, rehearsed, and planned out which one they're going to use. But they're saying that it's going to be drastic. It's going to be something that's going to leave our uh, mouths dropping to the floor. And the only ones that were rehearsing... Kishi. Huh? <laughs> so Rikishi comes I, in. I've heard uh, a theory of, of that. But um, we'll see. Um, but they said, dra- they said drastic. I, I, I wouldn't mind Rikishi coming in. I don't see that being drastic. Like, oh my God, it's Rocky. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think the drastic thing is going to be one of the Usos turning. Like, I, I really do. Or, or they somehow sign that other, the other brother they have and have he comes in to help out against the Usos or something. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be something unique. Umaga's son, I, I, I don't know his name. I know he he's training. I don't know if he's ready. And, but he's not training in, um, on the WWE, so I don't know how that will work. But yeah, and the only ones that were, were at the rehearsal, if you want to call it, were the Usos and Solo. Roman, too good for that. Just tell him what you're doing. He'll do it. You know, he'll make it look good, and that's it. Returning next week. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No. Um. Oh man, I forgot about this. I have to break. We have to go right back to AEW. Just to let you know, it um for the gate, it was 140 buys for the the pay per view and 1.2 million at the gate. So it was like the third highest wrestling event. For Canada, so not not bad for a show that a lot of people. Bret Hart wasn't on the card. I can't believe it. <laughs> not not bad for a show that people were already putting down before it even happened. But um, yeah, it did, it did really good. Uh, what else? Oh, Camilo Hayes. Like I said, we're gonna go back and forth. He made an impressive de- debut on Raw. He, he fought on um, Finn Balor, lost, but still, he got the fear of the. The big time. Which bought Rhea, my mommy. Oh my! She God. bought mommy. That brought mommy to NXT. Got to see it twice. Wasn't a long, long cameo, but it was a little cameo. Moving on. <laughs> um, but, oh, there was a, a funny video I saw uh, of a fan. You there? Oh, you froze. Okay. Uh, with John Cena. I don't know if you guys got to see it. Some. I'm. It's hard to say a fan. Sometimes when these when when people are annoying. It's like, are you a fan or are you just being an asshole? Anyway, John Cena's with a friend. At, it looks like a, 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 a restaurant. <laughs> and the, the person, the cameraman, goes to Cena and goes, can you, with the, the phone already recording, getting close to Cena and like, can you do, you can't see me. And John, and John Cena didn't hear and was like, on what happened? And the guy goes, can you go, you can't see me. And he goes, how about you just, oh, let me spend some time with my friend. And the guy goes, okay. And, and walks away, and that was probably like the nicest way John Cena could say uh, "fuck off." But I, it was it was it was funny, and it's just crazy. Like there's times where you don't bother a celebrity at a dinner table. I agree. At a dinner like table, that. at a dinner table, like oh shit, look who's there. Cool, walk away. And and if you had the guts and the balls, because I heard some people like would say, "Oh, well, that's a once in a lifetime thing." You could, you have to ask them. 
okay, fine. If you if you have the balls to do that, fine. You don't have the camera already recorded in the person's face. Like, Yo, he, I'm gonna jump in on that. It's jump, not even that situation. Oh, order, like, wait, 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 wait. All of a sudden, somebody wants to tag now. But fine, go tag. <laughs> because <laughs> to say that's that's very important to, to, to topic. I don't want to just be shitting on AEW the entire time or something. Yeah. That's, not, that's not cool. Yeah, we um, can't have that. Even though it was pretty good, dark from what I saw. But no, it's the situation. Like honestly, in a situation, well, I saw that video, and that's way worse than anybody getting bothered at an airport or anything. And the reason why I say that is because Cena, you clearly see, is with friends, whatever, people he knows, whatever, and they're just enjoying a good time. He, the person rudely goes in there, doesn't even say, hey, how are you, John? Oh, so nice to meet you, or anything, anything polite, just goes right into it. I was John say, I tell the guy to go fuck off. But he knows the camera was there, so he said it as nice way possible. Yeah, anybody- You don't bother people when they're eating, you don't bother people in situations. Like, you wait, if you really so badly want to meet him, wait and just wait around until he's done walking out and then approach like when he's like walking like and, and be nice about it like show respect show the same respect that you want somebody to show you if you were in that same position that's uh, what he, that guy did was 50 times worse than any on any of these videos of somebody getting asked for an autograph in the airport in, in a normal situation so my, my take i don't care about the camera I, a lot of wrestlers probably would have cursed the guy out I mean, we've heard really bad stories with Randy Orton. Well, someone takes a picture of him, and he takes away the camera, and he, he takes away the memory card, and throws it away, or breaks it. Um, him using some uh, a female's pocketbook for a bathroom. So he's lucky that that's all he got from Cena. He acts the right person, basically, because anybody else is gonna send them to hell. Because uh, I mean, in my- I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm done with that. Oh, you, oh. I was just going to say, because I, I know after WrestleMania in Los Angeles, uh, I happened to go to the Delta Lounge at the airport, and DDP was there. And I know he was like on the phone or in kind of with someone. Only when he got up, because I could have gone up to him like that guy did, and hey, you know, I'm such a big fan. I said, no, I respect because this is, you know, his time. Once DDP got up and did whatever he did and, came, and was on his way back, I interrupted him and said, hey, can't and with that, he was very gracious. You know, took my picture with him, and then asked me what my name was, and he went, he went his way. And that's how it should be. He asked you for your name so he could ban you. All right, guys, we're gonna um, tag out and take a quick eight count, and come right back to talk about um, predictions and more rumors about Money in the Bank. Here's the refs count. And we're back. Um, Raymond, you had something? Yeah, so quick question before we get into the uh, Money in the Bank predictions and everything else. Uh, I did want to pose a question. So AEW's collision, the first week it did 860, I'm sorry, excuse me, 816,000 viewers. Uh, last week it at 595 so it's a drop of about 27 percent from the premiere uh do you feel like you know this is uh not i guess a good thing for that show or something that you know is it the next rampage i guess is my question um, I, I um i'll go first um i don't think it's the next rampage i think rampage should be like the next nxt let's put like people there to rehearse or whatever um I don't, yeah definitely it's not the next rampage um 
we we talked about this already about being Saturday night. It's gonna it's gonna drop unless they announce like a big main event. They'll come back up. But um, AEW is, is secure with that that day and time slot for at least a good six months before they start talking about we need to move the show. So we have at least good three to four maybe months of 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 collision being on Saturdays. And honestly. We should all know this. Ratings and fans don't determine good wrestling. I I've been at live I've been at live events where people are saying this is awesome and it's I'm sorry, excuse my language. It's a fucking headlock. It, <laughs> it's a plain headlock, and half the arena is chanting "This is awesome." And then I've seen a wrestling clinic of two guys just having a great wrestling match, and people saying "Boring, you can't wrestle." So ratings and and fans criticizing Pickle. Yeah, it's just I, I I don't care. I love wrestling. If it's a good match, it's a good match. I'm gonna watch it. Collision has had two weeks of good wrestling matches. Is it one hundred percent? Oh my god, you have to stop what you're doing on Saturdays and watch it. No, but it's had it has its moments of good wrestling. They're building little stories little by little, and that's it. And I'm glad you brought AEW up because we totally forgot about. The badass Jack Perry. <laughs> Jungle Boy. I, didn't I call that? I said he was going to be turning bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you also said he, he's horrible as a bad guy, but... um, Yeah, he is. But, uh, I'm he, sorry. It's, anyway. it's, it's better than him being a good guy. Cause now, I agree now, with now, that, Now, too. basically, he's like... Uh, he's uh, a Dominic, a virgin Dominic. Hopefully, he'll, he'll turn into that badass. But right now, he's yeah. just like... Yeah, I'm gonna. Jack Perry's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in th- that terms. I mean, remember, he, he, he's dating the hottest no, bitch in the company. Sure. Remember, he his I mean, words. It's pretty damn hot. His words were, "He's dating the hottest bitch in the company." So, anyway. You're... <laughs> um, Listen, I yeah. don't say. Uh, sorry, hey, I was gonna say really quick with Jack Perry. I would have appreciated more if they weren't doing the same old, same old. You guys suck now because whatever reason. And see, I don't know. I didn't like his first time as being the bad guy so far. Hopefully, like you said. Okay, okay. See, he, he this can, is what I'm talking about. You, we want to talk about fans criticizing. Um, because it's the same. Because each, each time I'm, someone turns back. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. You, you guys, both of you, you can't ask for, for <laughs> hey, AEW don't do stories. Now they come up with a story. Oh, but it's the same story. No, come on. It's no. It is. Let, let them work. Let them work. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. Mark, we give Jack Perry a little bit of run. Maybe he can be entertaining and give us some good stuff. Cool. I'm just saying for that opening promo for your first shot as a heel, and you go about it. You literally just went as cookie cutter as humanly possible. I love using that term, cookie cutter, because that's. You know, that, that's really what it was. He went to the same basic points that every new turn heel goes, you know. I mean, again, was it good to see him with some attitude? Yeah, like maybe, maybe we're going to, like, you know, I don't know if some of you guys noticed that the jacket, and that was the jacket that his dad yeah. wore. You know, so again, he's trying to get himself a little flair. Great. You know, that that's that's awesome. It, it, maybe this is going to work out. It's going to take but, time. I mean, it, 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 no, but remember, there's an old expression. You only have one chance to make a good first impression. That what that one chance right there that didn't that didn't move the needle for me. Right. I mean, his mic and skills running out. I don't. I, hey, I, I, I'm I'm not defending him. I don't I don't like the guy, but 
he was on TV. I was watching it. I saw it. I saw someone who needs mic skills, which a lot of people do, and in every wrestling company I've seen. Um, such amazing fingers. Christian would be a great manager for him. It's like, yes, it's like, that's what I, I, I'm very upset with a lot of things like that because there's some talented people back there. Like we have the Christians and the Mark Henrys and Big Show, Paul Wright, whatever you want to call them. Are, are they like yeah. using their knowledge? Like, cause, cause me as a wrestler, oh man, Mark Henry will hate me, cause I'm asking him everything. What do you think about this? I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna pick their brain, or, and I don't think these guys are doing that. And I think that's what CM Punk what, last year was complaining about. Like a lot of these guys think they're too good for it. Like he wanted to help Hangman, and Hangman's like, no, I got this. I'm like you don't got shit. These guys have been to the big show. They performed in front of eighty thousand people. Pick their brain. They're there. Use their knowledge. But they're like, no, I, I, I'm I'm in the elite, or I'm 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 with this person, or Tony Khan loves me. You could be so much better if you just talk to somebody that that's done this for years. Christian, who has done this for twenty years, you don't think you should be picking on his brain? Like, hey, I, I'm about to do a, my first promo as a heel. Can I rehearse this with you? Because honestly. I don't want to hear that he rehearsed that that promo. I have to think that he's. They gave him the mic and said, "Yo, just go out there and say whatever's off your mind. Just just say what you got to say as the bad guy. Be a dick." And he went out there and just did it. Like the Miz, the Miz says it all the time. He's always doing a promo. If he's in the shower, he's doing a promo in the shower. If he's brushing his teeth, he's doing a, a promo brushing his teeth facing the mirror. Like you got to practice that. I don't want to hear that he practiced that. It was a horrible one. He did his best. Good. Move on. Hopefully next week it's better. His best line was that he's he's dating the the baddest bitch in the company. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with me, I, I think he started off like I thought. Okay, when the music stopped, like you never gonna hear this music again. No, he's somebody so, like that was like I, Dominic is who, who's already been doing this for a while. Not 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 to to mention he's been doing it as a kid. But like now, he, he the mic skills you can see it. It's it's all clicking. Someone like Jungle Boy or Jungle Jack or whatever he's gonna be called. If th- those fans booed him while he was talking, I don't think he knows how to handle it. I think he melts down. He might as well just yeah, walk back to the locker room. You need a good person to bounce off of. If, if you need a good opponent on the mic, you need somebody with you that's good on the mic to kind of help you grow. Like that's why Dominic's gotten. So good, just how between the stuff with his dad, and then obviously with Judgment Day, you know, obviously Damian Priest is a way better talking than people give credit for. Yeah, but for this, sure. this might work because Hook doesn't talk. Yeah, I, I know, but I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is the whole point of Christian being a perfect person for yeah. him, I want to work. And I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stick on Christian for a second. And with Luchasaurus, let me tell you something, Christian, the Toronto crowd, my god, you know, I, sometimes we really don't realize how good Christian is as a, as a talker. Like, that guy can freaking talk like an Eskimo to buying ice, the way he, he speaks sometimes. Let me tell you. Like, that, it was spectacular. And then you're, and you're building up Luchasaurus in the process. Like, you know, he mostly talked about himself, which is nothing new, the CLB yep. over there. Um, you know, that's somebody that's perfect for, for Jack Perry. I think he really would work. And I, I feel they could go that route where Jack Perry goes to Christian and goes, you know what, you were right the entire time. And they reunite with Luchasaurus. I think that that's the perfect way to get Jack Perry some really good heat because now he can get 
the heat that comes off a of Christian onto him and kind of build his own talking skills and he can get there. Yeah. So, and, and that's why I agree with Mark. Cause I, I kind of expected, I was waiting for that. I honestly was waiting for him to say, you know, who told me that you guys suck Christian Christian. And then, you know, kind of reunite them a little bit and kind of take it and reunite and, but be now the bad guys. Yeah, that's I, what I was waiting for. I, it didn't happen. I think they're going like to keep them. I think they're going to keep them split. I think, um, Jungle Boy would be on Dynamite. Christian's going to be on Collision. So we're not going to have those guys click. Maybe eventually that will happen. But um, he, he, right now he has to be the bad guy that we hate and we want to see his, him get his ass kicked. And that's what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, we hate him already. Yeah. That, we hate him already. Yeah. And I did, I did. I don't want... I think we're spending too much time on this. But I guess he, he did his job because we're talking about him. <laughs> but um, I, we didn't mention um, Taz. I, I like how Taz showed some kind of emotion because Hook... Even though they never really like uh, uh, focused it on that, but yeah, as soon as he attacked Hook, um, Taz looked very like upset and all of that. He, had, he ended up leaving the announce table and everything. You, uh, of course, you guys don't know because you didn't watch Forbidden Door. Damn you guys! But um, <laughs> whatever. Moving on. <laughs> um, let's. We have to talk about Money in the Bank, but um, I also um, Freddie Prince Jr. We all know him, right? Yes, no. Yes, sir. Yeah, he has a, a wrestling podcast, and for even before the podcast, I, he's been trying to create uh, his own wrestling federation. And his his wrestling federation will be um, since it's acting and, and scripts, it's going to be backed up by a union. So the wrestlers that he hires are going to have health care and benefits and all that. Um, so if you haven't seen lately, he's and been twenty fans, huh? And draw 20 fans at the venue. Well, it's going to be a, a, a small thing like the NWA or something like that. But it, like I said, he's doing this all by himself. So if lately, if you've seen him, he's been doing a whole bunch of movies, straight to demand or whatever. But oh, he's using all that money to create this company. And he, he had a great inside um, scoop, basically. He said when he came up with this idea, Amazon came to him. And they wanted to work with him. So that's just... Let's everyone know that Amazon is interested of doing a live wrestling show, and it's funny because they're like one of the top people that are talking to WWE. So we'll see, but yeah, just there's another federation coming, and hopefully, so we wish him luck on that. More competition, the better. Two point Hey, I don't care. If, no, I know. If he gets two, three people, and hey, my. you guys are sleeping on it because I think I showed Mark maybe one or two episodes of Lucha Underground. Raymond, you watched that? I did watch a few episodes. It was pretty good. See, I like that. And if that's what if that's what Freddie Prince Jr. is trying to do, I'm all for it. If you want to talk about soap operas, that's a soap opera. We had murder. <laughs> the, they had season finales, and the season finale ended with like a murder. It was the best thing. Listen, the only time I ever watched Lucha Underground was when you showed me Hector, and I honestly, because of the fact that you're going into it knowing it's going to be different. And keeping an open mind, I, I actually liked it quite a bit. Yes. You know, I, and I feel like if we, so if we can have something like that similar, it'd be a really nice alternative to WWE and a nice alternative to AEW. It'd be like, okay. Yeah. Because some people really like the over-the-top theatrics and it's crazy. Somebody's dying and this is happening and that's happening. Like, <laughs> and, and, like, and, oh, really? and if you want to see Ricochet at, at his real self, 100%, Yo. you watch Lucha Underground. King Puma. Yeah. If, King you, want, Puma. if you want to see Escobar... Santos do his thing. You watch Lucha Underground. I mean, it, I crossed the White Rabbit. Yeah, but he he came towards the ending. 
So he really didn't get to do his thing. But um, there's a lot of people there from AEW and WWE, and they just went all out. I'm talking about broken glass and cra- crazy stuff. But it was entertaining. And you want to talk about stories? Now, they, they had stories up the woo But anyway, let's go into Money in the Bank. <laughs> Money in the Bank. Um, I don't, I don't have the, the, the card, the lineup in front of me. One. So if you want to um, go over some, let's save the men's. And the the men the men's men in um men in black I'm gonna say the men's money yeah. money in the bank and the men's title for last. Okay, so I because I, I got the card here at least as far as I know is updated. Okay. Cody Rose versus Dominic Mysterio. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it easy. I'm gonna go for Cody. I say Cody takes it, but I can see so many things happening. But I'm gonna say Cody. Well, I don't go against mommy, so Dominic. Okay. Dom Dom wins. <laughs> here's mine, all right? I'm going with Dominic for the win. And the, and here, here's here's the reason. I'm going to give you a nice little reason here. Rhea helps Dominic win. It gets us to SummerSlam where we have Cody and his, and his debuting wife against Rhea and Dominic. Not, I like that, but I don't see that happening at SummerSlam. Why not? I, I Brock is SummerSlam. But no one knows. They might save Brock for these, like the finish the story thing. Maybe to wait till Survivor Series and wait till Payback or wait for something like that. Because you can, you don't need Brock for SummerSlam. Who says you need Brock for SummerSlam? Brock, Brock comes back at SummerSlam. That's his schedule. That's what he does. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's Christmas. It's, it's, it's like Christmas. Santa comes on Christmas. Brock comes at SummerSlam. And he comes. He has a match, or he comes in the ending of the main event. He shows up at SummerSlam. Maybe it's, it's, it's too hot where he lives at, and he has to do something, and he travels to SummerSlam. He does something. He's the big wildebeest that shows up at SummerSlam. All right, I'm just... I just no, I like, I like your story. It just has to happen at the next pay-per-view before SummerSlam. But if you well, have... I mean, Cody, there is no pay-per-view before SummerSlam. If you're having Cody... Or is there, is there a pay-per-view before SummerSlam? No, right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I no, don't no. After Money in the Bank, he goes to SummerSlam. Right. July? Because to me, like Cody, oh. like for example, like Dom, I, I really can't see Cody winning the match just as a one-off. And like, what are you doing for Dominic? I think you need to give Dominic a win. Yeah, help like I said, I, 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 I was keeping it simple. I could see Dominic winning, and then the next day on Raw, having a great promo, how he beat Cody Rhodes, and, and, right. he, and he's the new nightmare. <laughs> and, and even well, like, even well, though we're not going to hear him talk because the fans won't let him, but it would be it, 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 it could be a great promo by getting that win. If he wins, let's say if he wins and he's gonna do a great promo, it should be backstage. And I know that takes away the fun out of it, but there's no way he's gonna have a great promo in that ring. But um, if if that's it, let's move on. I don't know. Moving on. So next one, Seth Rollins versus. No, no, no. Finn save that for last. Save that for last. Because because oh, I think you said the ladder match. And, 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 and the men's championship. For some reason, okay. that might be connected. So. Okay. So moving on. So. The, you want to do the women's match? The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about okay, that. Okay, so Selena Vega versus Zoe Stark versus Becky Lynch versus Eel Sky versus Bailey versus Trish for the Money in the Bank. Um, I, since they first announced it to this morning, I was going for Selena Vega. The last couple of hours, my mind has been playing tricks, and I. I'm thinking Trish for her being her first money in the bank and 
and just yeah. But I really like Selena Vega. I don't think Becky needs it. I don't think any anybody else deserves it or should get it. There's no great stories with it. I see just Tris being a badass woman with that. But anyway, what you guys take it away? I, I kind of agree with you on that one. I, I was saying Vega. Yeah. But um. But then, like you kind of said, I was like Trish. I I went with Trish. Yeah, man. I really like Vega, and I feel like it's a nice little reward for her for having a great match in, in Puerto Rico and all of that. But and plus, I just see her being like a a sneaky person coming up with the the with the briefcase. But I don't know. So some reason, I feel like I didn't want Trish to be in the Money in the Bank. She's in there, and now I might as well like, well, she's in there. I might as well give it to her. And I just keep seeing her doing these little interviews on the bump and everything. And she just looks so cool and cocky and everything. Just like, I don't know. I can see her winning it. Mark? Mark? Uh, um, I wasn't sure if a frame was still going to be going. Um, EO Sky for me. No EO Sky. Because I think you can really build with her holding on to the briefcase and getting, you know, eventually to that mega match with Rhea as the, the big face that's going to... And you need to build stars. Trish is probably my second option just because, again, Trish could possibly make that money in the bank very into the briefcase very interesting as time goes on. You know, it was like, you know, how she's been getting on everybody under everybody's skin. But I I don't think she needs it. I think Eo Scott, again, you're trying to build stars. Like with Zoe Stark... I think you're trying to build the heel through Trish. Great, that's one. But you need to keep going. You can't just focus all, put all your eggs in one basket on one storyline by giving the money in the bank briefcase and Zoe Stark and this and that. There's a lot in one thing. You got to spread out a little bit. Plus, with EO, Bailey's jealousy, like holding the money in the briefcase and like holding it up as if it's hers and stuff every week would be kind of funny. Yeah. And you eventually maybe possibly get EO versus Bailey as Bailey's challenging her for the briefcase, you know, kind of thing. And have. He'll beat her clean and help again help get her to the next level. To me, that that's a, a better approach. See that same thing. So that, you, well, that same thing oh, what you just uh, said. I can see it happening with Trish and Becky, like fighting Trish at SummerSlam for the briefcase. But we'll see. So let me ask you because I think on Friday they have Bailey versus Shotzi, where if Shotzi wins, she takes Bailey's place. Do you think there's a switch or do you Wait, think that is that still happening? Because that was supposed to happen last. last week. Canceled it. That was supposed to happen last week, and Vince oh, McMahon. It, it was supposed to happen last week, and Vince McMahon canceled it. Oh, I, okay. I apologize. I did not realize. Okay, so moving I, on. No, no. We, by you saying that, I didn't know if they moved it another week because I know Vince McMahon just took that away, and they don't make. What I hate is that they don't explain nothing. Like they just like, yep, yeah, it never happened. My, like right now, Mark, like Raymond, shh, it never happened. Don't bring it up because no one. We're supposed to forget that. Um, remember the beginning of the AEW with the Nightmare Family, whatever, with Brandy Rhodes and Karma or Awesome Kong or whatever her name was. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it just magically disappeared and so many other things that have happened, whether it's WWE or AEW. Yeah. This is company wrestling. It, it, it's not just one promotion or one No, no, thing. I know, but right now, it, the, main, the main thing is Vince McMahon. He's, he's the main topic right now, and since he's more in control of creative, that's, that's the biggest name right now. If Tony Khan does it, we'll talk about it, but it's always Vince McMahon's name is always going to come up first. And what he does, especially when everything was rolling so good, and now like there's so many changes, and so yeah, just like if it's not broken, leave it alone. But it's just like these are my toys, and I want to play with them, and I'm gonna do whatever I want to do with them. And okay, 
I because I, I didn't realize, I guess. And then yeah. um, I guess last thing I was gonna say on it, it would like you said, they, it would have been nice if they kind of attacked Shotzi or something to make it, I guess, the reason why. But moving on. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna I guess go to Roman Reigns and Solo Sokola versus the Usos in the Bloodline Civil War. Uh, yeah, as we said, there's gonna be t- they're rehearsing really a big ending, so I'm assuming this is gonna be the main event. Um. I'm gonna say uh, Roman wins because if if the Usos win, it's kind of over, right? They have nothing else to to fight. If Roman wins, Roman can still talk shit. Um, I heard crazy story that he replaces them with two new members, but um, it, yeah, I, I no no matter what I say, Roman wins because if the Usos win, they got nothing else to prove. We beat we beat the big dog. We beat our big cousin who's always been picking on us. I disagree on that completely. If they win that match, now you go to the next of world title. And you possibly get your Usos and Roman triple threat. Or Jimmy's going to push Jay. Or Jimmy himself is going to want to go for the title. I think there's avenues to go. If they win, like, yeah, we can beat you because we can beat you. Put that title on the line. And now you've got yourself. There's your, there's your, there's your next your well, next I, round. I, I can see that happening with Roman winning, too. Like, we, like we had you. If I one on one, I got you. If it wasn't for Solo or Paul Heyman, we would we would have had that match one on one with no interference. I got you, but we'll see. Hey, it's gonna be something to talk about. And it was a good part, like you kind of said a few times before in the past. We don't know what's gonna happen, <laughs> and that's building the good story. <laughs> um, All right, Hector. So you decide. Wait, wait. We, we have the. I, I, I'm I'm okay with you skipping it, but we do have the Ronda match, the women's tag team. All right, well it's not on my list, so I apologize. <laughs> What's the match? Uh, what is it? It's um, Shayna and Ronda, the the women's tag team champions, against Raquel and the, um, Liv Morgan. Oh, see, there must have been this the, ad recently. Yeah, um, the, the return of Liv Morgan, and I'm hoping. Um, I've heard this somewhere, so. It sounds like I'm copying off of somebody else. But um I've heard like Raquel and Liv Morgan losing and Raquel gets mad, upset, and takes that on Liv Morgan. And then we get an evil Raquel. Because her being nice is like you know, it's I, not it's not working for me. Yeah, let me tell you something. Um while you because I didn't read none of that, and I was gonna say I think I, I, I could see a Raquel turning on Liv, or maybe the other way around. Maybe Liv turns on Raquel. But I think someone turns in this match. Yeah, I, I say Raquel, and we get that evil, badass woman. And then hopefully, she, eventually, she could fight um, your mommy. Because if you remember, in NXT, they had some great matches. It was just... But a, if she's good, I don't... Yeah, no, they did. They, and I, I remember even because... I got to meet Raquel a few times, but... I remember when I first saw her on NXT, I was like, she looks so mean. Like, I wouldn't want to meet her in person. She that's what I'm saying. Like this ni- this nice thing is not working for her. I, I don't I don't like it. I, I want to see her as a, a badass, I, and I know that's Rhea's part right now to be the badass. But um, I don't know. It, it's just I I, I want to see her as as being a badass woman, not just the friendly like hey high five everybody. Like it doesn't work for her. Yeah, Mark. Any comments? Always. Oh, we, we I, mean, I don't think really have to add anything else yeah. much into there. And there's there's a riddle match too. Oh. Okay, go ahead, Mark. I mean, not Mark. Go ahead. <laughs> we forgot the about Matt Riddle's match that was added last week. It, it's not on my list. I, I, I'm looking at it. And the money in the bank. 
Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think this is the last match, and then we can talk about the the the, the two main matches besides the bloodline. Uh, Matt Riddle, um, does he win the IC belt, or he's just gonna get his no. ass kicked again? No, not a chance. Okay, just wondering. And this is just what? Right. This is that the match where you just run and get the. That's a popcorn soda. Yeah. Oh, you, unless unless you want to see him get chopped <laughs> for like fifteen minutes. Uh, I could get the popcorn and come back and still see that. Gotcha. That's okay. Okay, um, let's go into um, I guess it's, it's Seth and Finn Balor. Um, I'm a big S- Seth Rollins fan. I like him as a champion. Um, I can't see him losing the belt, but after that promo that Finn Balor gave, it made you like, oh, he he deserves his belt. Like uh, you, if you watch the new promo that they just did, it showed. Yes, it, it's great. Once again, great storytelling. Like. It shows you when he, he won the belt, only had the belt for less than 24 hours, and the next day, Seth Rollins laughs in his face, and he's just, he's been holding this in for seven years, and he's just hates Seth Rollins. Like, you could be like, damn it, Finn Balor's bad, but I understand why he's mad. Like, Seth Rollins just getting the belt and laughing in his face while you're injured, like, oh, I hope he gets his revenge. So it's like, okay, now... I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you guys your time to talk, but I, where I'm, where the conflict is, I think about the future now. This is all connected to the money in the bank now. So if Seth wins, I can see if Seth winning because there's a re- supposed return of Drew McIntyre. I'd rather see Drew McIntyre and Seth than Drew and Finn. Because if Finn wins, that's that's a whole different story with the Judgment Day. So that's what I'm trying to say. If, it, if Finn wins, then it's interesting that Damon Priest wins the money in the bank. Like th- this... A fork in a the road. There's more than two ways you could go with this. So it, it all depends. If Drew McIntyre's coming back, then Seth should, should just retain the belt, and that's a whole story by itself. And then you could go with Finn and his Judgment Day that are eventually going to break up. So let, right now, let's focus on this match right now, and you um, take it away, guys. Well, I, I'll keep mine simple. I think. Seth- I would like to see where they, you know, kind of have Judgment Day take over. That would be really good television-wise for me because then, they, you know, they have all the power. Um, kind of pull like a bloodline type of thing. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen, at least in my opinion. And I think Seth is simply the spell there. Okay. There is the absolutely zero chance of Finn Balor winning this match. Zero Straight chance? Up. Because eh, Seth... And the way the way things are going, it just doesn't make sense for for Finn to win. Like, I, you know, it's, what make uh, what makes a sense now? Let's since we're almost done with this match, let's go into the Money Bank. The two before Logan Paul even got involved, the two big names were L.A. Knight, and, yeah, and yeah, and Priest. <laughs> if Priest wins that briefcase, the whole thing is will he cash it in on Finn? Because they even they had that little hint there, like you're not gonna you're not gonna cash in on me, right? And he had to tell it to Priest. And Priest was like, no, never. Like, that's a whole different angle right there by itself. So I could see just for that, for a good couple of weeks, of is he going to cash in on his homeboy, Finn Balor and everything? So you could go somewhere with that. Um, it has been stated that Triple H does not want Logan Paul to win. But with Vince McMahon being involved, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, a lot of people are saying Logan Paul don't need the belt. Because he just shows up and demands a title match and gets it. I'm worried if anybody wins it but Logan Paul. If Logan Paul wins the, the, the briefcase, 
he could disappear and show up at SummerSlam. He could show up every two weeks and just like pop up and like, hey, remember I got this briefcase. Like he could make the belt disappear because if if Seth is not ready to lose the belt and he's definitely not going to cash in on Roman, then we don't need a money in the bank right now. The money bank could stay until it could hide until SummerSlam or after. So Logan Paul doing his podcast and having the briefcase. While he's doing the podcast and all those interviews and red carpets that he's going to do and, and carry the, the briefcase, that's great for WWE. And we, and we don't need a, a cash-in right now. If Priest wins it, great, because then that's going to piss off in battle. Because now he gets a, a title shot whenever he wants and most likely win a belt while Finn Balor couldn't win it. And if he has the title, then it's a whole different story. Like, you better not cash in on me. And let's go into the man right now. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm worried about him winning it because, once again, I can't see him cashing in on Roman, and I can't see him cashing in right now on Seth, especially with the big rumors of Drew McIntyre coming. So where does that leave L.A. Knight with his briefcase? Does, I don't want to see him cashing in on, on Theory. So, so how... I don't know. I'm, I'm very confused about this, guys. Uh, I'm tagging. Uh, you know, it, it's a so remember, it's not the person that makes. It's not the what, what's the expression? The person makes the, the the title. The title doesn't make the person, or yeah. right, whatever whatever you know the expression goes. So the money bank briefcase, as I for the women's match, how I talked about EO Sky would make the most sense in that match. Logan Paul does not need it. Because he could just go right into a feud with Seth Rollins for that title to, to rekindle that. He could just yeah. go right. He doesn't need this briefcase to go into that. Granted, could he use it to cash in on Rollins and win the title? Of course. But I think that's too much of an easy cop-out, you know, to, to go that route. Um, when it comes to Damian Priest, I the only way you're giving Damian Priest the briefcase is if you're trying to put a wedge between him and the Judgment Day, like right away, to me. Because I think Balor won't – I don't think Balor's going to win, as I said before, zero chance. That if, if Priest wins it, I think he catches on, on Rollins relatively easily and wins it, which then causes a rift throughout Judgment Day as like a, like a you know between the two. La Knight, La Knight is a long term hold. If they want this briefcase to be held on for a long time. That's your guy because remember you have a year to cash it in. One year from now, Roman's not going to be champion. Whether it's Jey Uso or Jimmy Uso or Cody or Jesus or Gandhi, or whoever is going to beat Roman, it's going to happen before next before next year. Roman's, not losing, Roman Ro- Roman's not losing to Mania. What's I'm saying, but you have a year. A year from now is next June, July, whatever. So Roman could lose the title, and hell, Ellen, I can cash it in at, at, at WrestleMania after Roman loses to whoever Roman, it's a Cody, or and then screw Cody over, or whatever, finish the story, and then Ellen and I cash it, or something ridiculous. Ellen and I, we can take that briefcase out, talk, his ear, everybody's ears off and just cut promo after promo after promo and build it up like he's the greatest thing ever he is the, the mega star all this because he has this briefcase the man makes the prop and he has the perfect for the long term hold it all depends if you're going long term short term or medium medium's Logan Paul long term's LA Knight short term Damian Priest Mark, pick your point Mark you don't have to sum me this I'm a big LA Knight fan I'm but I, I, no 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 I, no, I understand I understand, I understand it and everything I'm just so worried because you know what I'm a big LA Knight fan you're a big LA Knight fan I, I believe 
Raymond is. You know, yeah. who's, you know who's not? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is not an LA Knight fan. And I don't want him to hold that briefcase and we get a failed cash-in. Or we get him cashing in on theory. Or, or even worse, going back to NXT. Like, I'm just so worried. Like, it doesn't matter how hot he is right now. Vince doesn't care about that. Hector, who, who says a failed cash-in's a detriment? Just because you fail the cash-in doesn't mean it's necessarily a bad thing. This is this is his time. This is his time right now. He can't fail. It, it, this whatever he does now, he. I'm sorry to steal Carmelo's line. He can't miss. So if if you if you're gonna give him a briefcase just to hold it on for long term, then you give it to Logan Paul, so you could get something out of out of it. Logan Paul going to Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood, TMZ, and everything, walking around a red carpet and everything, holding a, a briefcase is way better for WWE than um, LA Knight doing a, a great promo and having everyone scream for him while he's holding it. Um, Damian um, Priest with with the briefcase creates a story and a, a brand new story besides the bloodline with. The Judgment Day of the hatred inside and the turmoil inside. Ellie Knight with the briefcase, it's cool. We all want it. And I just don't think we're going to get what we want if he gets it. Well, I'm just going to interject quickly. Uh, there is a new rule to the Money in the Bank now. They can cash in on the Intercontinental Champion or the U.S. But, Champion. But how is that a new so, rule? The, the theory did it. Well, I'm saying, but that's now like a, now the thing. Like that's gonna be. Yeah, where they can I, use I, it. I heard that not to say. It. I, I, I mean, it's, it's weird that they said it. So maybe now they're saying it just in case. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't want to see that. And uh, listen, I, my my main thing, WWE. my main thing right now is if Drew McIntyre is coming, his story is with Seth. If Drew McIntyre doesn't come, then hey, give give it to LA Knight and let him cash in on Seth. And, and then have Logan I, Paul come in and do something like that, but whatever. If Drew McIntyre is coming, that t- title sh- shot and everything, it's good to SummerSlam with them too. I can I can almost see, and this is my little opinion, how they can do it or would do it, because there's a few times that people... Sell me, sell me, come on. Shot. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, sell me. So, oh, g- give me, give me a good right. story, come on. <laughs> so I can see Logan Paul winning it and cashing in, but not the traditional way of running into the ring that's saying Seth I got your number I'll see you at SummerSlam maybe that's what I'm saying it, it, it takes away the whole thing of Drew this whole thing of, of, of a big surprise showing up of, of a big return has me thinking it, it's for Seth and it, it'll be Drew so but, uh, I don't know like, see I, Drew I, I want to see him back I think he is good but I think the way they left him prior to everything, not being able to be Gunther, you're going to go from Gunther to Rollins? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't, know. Don't, don't hate me. I don't, I don't like Drew. But uh, maybe as, 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 a, as a heel, I'll, I'll like him. As, but um, he's going to hold, hold that grudge, the same kind of grudge that Finn Balor has right now. So I, just because he's making that big return has me so many questions, and I can't wait for it to happen. So we can watch it and see what, what's really going to happen. But if there's no Drew, I'm happy because then let's get, let's give the briefcase to LA Knight and let him cash in on Seth eventually or whatever. Um, let let Finn Balor beat the shit out of Seth out of revenge because he lost and LA Knight cashes in. 
But if, if that's, for, I'm sorry, it's just my opinion. I, everyone else has their own opinions, and, and and little by little, everything makes sense. But if he's not, if it's not that, then there's a better story. Damian Priest winning and him going to whole fucking sorry turmoil with the Judgment Day and Finn Balor being pissed off at him, and or you want the the briefcase to disappear for a couple of months, you give it to Logan Paul because Logan Paul is not going to be here every week. I'm going with Logan Paul. That's my final decision. <laughs> well, Triple H doesn't want that, but I'm pretty sure Vince wants yeah. that. But we, I think we lost Mark. Mark is pissed. I'm letting you guys talk. Mark, Mark, Mark has himself on mute, and he's just screaming, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> no, I have it on mute because I do have like background. I don't want it to be like other podcasts that uh, you know, you could hear them talking to people and stuff. Guys, 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 I, I, I'm sorry. I gotta step out. I'm gonna let the ref count for a nine count. Hold on, and we're back. Uh, um, as we were saying, yeah, um, maybe you brought it up the other time. Um, they brought back Logan Paul for a reason, and he's been losing. I think he only has one win since his wrestling short career against the Miz. It'd be great if he wins this, I guess, for his career and, and brag. But I want LA Knight to win, and I know it's like a cop out because I want LA Knight to win, but it's okay if Damian Priest wins or if Logan Paul wins. It's great for the business. I don't, I, I can't pick one person. I really want LA Knight to win as long as it doesn't ruin his future. Because, like I said, it's his time now. So whatever happens now with his career, it's what's going to be the the shining light. So, I, I, uh, oh, the, yep. I was just going to say the main thing that is gonna. I want to say really quick is last weekend. I although I didn't get to watch Forbidden Door, and trust me, I did try. We had a great wrestling going on. I don't think this you, weekend. I don't think you tried. <laughs> I did. I promise. I anyway. And then this weekend we got some good wrestling, which is going to be a lot easier for me to watch. Of so, course, of course. with that said, <laughs> I thought I played the haters. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't going to spend fifty bucks for the AEW pay per view. I can spend five bucks or ten bucks. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are <laughs> disappointing me. Listen, I watch when I can. I just, I, I just, this is not. You know what I feel like right now? You guys taking this whole episode a whole different place. I feel like I'm gonna need like a co-host <laughs> for for we're gonna do like dynamite and collision. I need a co-host for our, our Sunday episodes and then a co-host for our Thursday episodes, so we could talk about AEW and give them some respect. I can't respect. Yeah. I told the show with this. I'm saying Raymond, get some plane tickets and fly over here for all in, so we can have like a viewing party. If I can, I will. I'll, su- much I'll I supply the food and and uh, the show. Which favorite, which shows coming up? That's I think in New York that they were talking about. Is that oh, the all in? That's the Arthur Ashe one. That's the Grand Slam. Me and Mark don't miss that. Oh okay. That's, I didn't go last year actually. You did it. No, I didn't go last. It's AEW, of course not. No, no, you know what? No, I did go. You did. I did go last year. I did. I gave you my tickets. Yes, I did. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I I'm did gonna say. Go. I okay, who I gave my tickets to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I went at the last. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I was supposed to go, and the only reason I bought those tickets was to see um, Brian Danielson win. 
and he didn't win, so I wasn't that upset that I missed it. But yeah, all right, guys. Um, let's all enjoy Saturday and have fun. I, I think it's gonna be a fun night. Oh, I'm sorry, afternoon. I won't be able to watch live. Unfortunately, oh yeah, that's so right. Well, where, where will you be Saturday at three p.m.? Well, remember in France it'll be eight p.m. and I won't know. If you are so lucky. You get to watch at eight p.m. While we have to. I don't know if the Wi. The, remember, I'm not going to have regular service. I'm going to rely on the Wi-Fi. So if they have crappy Wi-Fi, and I don't know if Peacock's going to work in France, I have no clue. So we'll see what happens. It's uh, what happens when I get there. Situation. Maybe I have to download the WWE Network app again. Yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. You, you, you have, yeah. You won't have Peacock over there. You'll have the network, which is even better. And not only that, I'm sure you can find a, a bar or I don't know if they have David Buster's over there or something, but. I'm gonna be on a cruise ship, so maybe, maybe somehow it'll be like in like the, oh, uh, so, the bar. Oh, oh, you're not you're not staying like in the city. No, I'm on a cruise ship. Oh, okay, cruise ship. Oh yeah, so yeah, you might nice. be should I look? So yeah, you might have to just down the network and like walk around the cruise ship for service. I'll go like halfway off, the, like over the ship, like almost into the water. I was gonna, I gonna just gotta, say, don't 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 fall over the balcony because um, <laughs> no no one's gonna save you. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. It's been it's been fun. It's been an hour and thirteen minutes. Longest about... episode, I think. Probably. One hour and thirteen minutes. Yeah, thirteenth episode. If we if we keep this on, we might be longer than Forbidden Door. <laughs> well, we don't want that. All right. <laughs> but we can because we love wrestling and we can talk about wrestling all day. But anyway, that's not gonna happen. So let's have a good night. Enjoy Saturday. Well, at least two of us will, because the other one's gonna be walking around the ship. But anyway, yep. have fun. Have a safe trip, Mark. And yep. Raymond, yep. see you around. Yep. Yep. Later. Later. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.